Go to 1 Corinthians 14, if you would, with me, guys. Do a little primer here for a few moments on kind of some core teaching on, on our core scripture. Just a helpful reminder, hopefully, for why we do what we do here. 1 Corinthians 14, and then we'll go to Ephesians 4 after that. Bless your word this morning, Lord. unfolding of your word gives light, Lord. I pray that you would just send forth your light and your truth this morning. Just tie me behind the veil. I pray that people would not hear my words, but they would hear your words this morning, God, through me. We need a fresh word from you, God. We called ourselves New Life, New Life Equipping Ministry years and years ago. New Life Church, New Life Fellowship, everything like that kind of got pushed off to the side and we used this big E word, New Life Equipping Ministry. And it was, it was a little startling back in the day and it, wasn't, it didn't really make sense if, if you're a church, why call yourself an equipping ministry? And so we kind of explained that throughout the years and in some ways, something that's old becomes something you kind of forget about, something that's been around for a long time. And so it was just on my heart to kind of revisit this a little bit and talk about the difference, the core difference that we believe, our core scripture here between what the church is, what a church meeting looks like, and what an equipping ministry is and what an equipping meeting looks like. For some of you, this might be something you've heard Multiple times, I'm praying there's something new and fresh here for you, but I really felt like it's important for us in this season to remember why we have this word in our name, why the word equipping. 1 Corinthians 14, 26 says, when you come together, each of you has a hymn or a word of instruction or a revelation or a tongue or an interpretation, but everything must be done so that the church may be built up. This passage describes a church meeting. Next week, we're going to have a bunch of church meetings in homes, Acts 2.42 meetings. When y'all come together, you're going to, each of you, bring something to the table. Each of you has one of these five things. You can, you can bring a hymn, a word of instruction, a revelation, something the Lord's doing in your life, a tongue, or an interpretation. But ultimately, this meeting, this church meeting that you're going to have in this home, is going to be done for the building up of the saints. The, the main purpose of this meeting is that when you guys leave, you guys are built up in your holy faith. Flip side of that is what we're doing here, right here on Sunday mornings. Go to your right, if you would, to Ephesians uh, chapter 4. He, verse 11, Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists and the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then at that point, we will no longer 
Be infants tossed back and forth by the waves, blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. Verse 15, instead, speaking the truth in love, instead speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become, in every respect, the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. We visited body life for the last five or six weeks here talking about what does is, what is body life look like? What does it look like for us to be the church together and to function in a normal and healthy way. So here we have 1 Corinthians 14 that describes what a church meeting looks like. And then we have Ephesians 4 that describes what an equipping meeting looks like. And that's our core conviction for why we call ourselves an equipping ministry. We believe, as we've said a thousand times, this is not the church. A 90-minute meeting one time a week is not the church. You're the church. This meeting hopefully, Lord willing, is used to equip you to do your work that you've already got inside of you. You've already got those good works that God preordained for you to walk in. So take a look at this. The word equip means this, to supply with the necessary items for a particular purpose or to furnish for service or action by appropriate provisioning. To equip means to prepare or to make ready. So this meeting only serves the purpose that we're called for in this meeting if you, each of you, the church, is supplied with what you need to do your work well. If you're given furnishing and, 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 and wisdom for action by appropriate provisioning, if you're being prepared or made ready for your work. If this meeting is used to build this meeting up, we've missed the point. If this meeting is used to make a name where we get a bunch of people in this room, we've missed the point. A bunch of people in this room is not a problem. Growing out of this building is not a problem. The problem is when we lose sight of what this meeting is for. How many of you would be a healthy, happy person if you ate one meal once a week? You'd be very, very famished. You'd look bad. You'd function poorly. The church in Acts met together every single day to encourage one another as long as it's called today so their heart would not be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. It was really important for the church to be together on a regular basis. So look at this with me, uh, Ephesians uh, 11. So he prepared, so the apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, teachers equip his people for works of service in these equipping meetings. Secondly, so that the body of Christ may be built up primarily in these church meetings. The equipping meeting, preparing for works of service, the body life together. This is why house churches are so important. Being together midweek with the body of Christ so that you are built up in your holy faith until, three, we reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of Son of God, and four, until we all become mature, and five, until we attain to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. It's a beautiful thing. That's why we value both of these things. Acts 2, 46 says, they met together in the temple courts and they broke bread in their houses, praising God. Both are important. Both are necessary. There's this public platform here where I am the only one talking right now. This is abnormal in a church meeting. 
In a church meeting, all of y'all come together and each of you has something. Each of you brings something to the table. It's powerful. So, quipping meeting, prepare to make you ready for your work. We, we use this meeting for sound doctrine. Shem's been talking the last couple weeks about the attributes of God. We, we talk about making sure we stay on square, on, on, on plumb line with what the word of God says. If there's heresy out there, we want to address that here in a public way. Look at this. What did Paul tell Timothy? He, he told him several different times, command and teach these things, good doctrine. Devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, preaching and teaching, and so doing you save your hearers. That's a public platform thing to do. But then he talks about Priscilla and Aquila and the church that meets in their house. He talks about prophesying to one another, and there's multiple people prophesying in those house church meetings and standing up. There's tongues, there's words of revelation, there's interpretation 90-minute meeting once a week, we don't have time for all that here. So it's a different meeting, and I just want to express again what we're doing here. And I just want to encourage you guys, make this the supplement, hear me, make this meeting the supplement to the church meeting. Please, if you've not given yourself in a real intentional way to let people get in and mess with your business in your heart, give them that opportunity. Get yourself exposed to real life in the church. I'm struggling this week with condemnation. And then you got five or six or 10 or 12 people that pray for you that week. The next week you show up, I feel free as a bird. I'm a son and a daughter in Christ Jesus. And what does your brother or sister say? I'm struggling this week with condemnation. What do you do? Pray for them. Bless them. We supply each other. That's what the church does. It's the body of Christ. We can't do that here. Please come to this meeting. It's super important. Public reading of scriptures and the exhortation and, and all that kind of stuff. The one group worship that we have, like Luke said this morning, it's an expression of what happens in heaven. Make this a supplement to the church meeting. Everyone in town believes this. I got a lunch with a pastor tomorrow. I guarantee you every single pastor believes this. The most effective work happens when people are engaged in body life. This is just to help. Everybody knows in town, this is a small shot. I got what, 20, 30 minutes to talk to you guys here? A small little shot. But man, an hour and a half or two hour long meeting in a living room with somebody where the, the presence of the Lord changes you as you're being prayed for and practicing your gifts, it's more blessed to give than to receive, guys. Please give yourself to body life.